0: Lot of stuff happening in the earth, in the nation, in New York, and uh, all over. You know, there's. I'm, I'm going to do a couple things this morning. I want to go after something. You guys love me, right? Say, I do love you. That helps a bunch, you know. But um, I'm going to go for something so it'll be on, it'll be recorded. You know, there's a scripture in Proverbs. This confirmed it to me this morning. It says, He who says to the wicked you are righteous. Him the people will curse. But those who rebuke the wicked will have delight and a good blessing will come upon them. I'm going to go for that blessing because I uh, want to address something. But as I get to it, let me just remind you, it was June the 25th, 1962, that the church sat by And prayer was taken out of school. I just saw this week the the prayer that the Supreme Court, you know, uh, considered as they removed prayer. This was the prayer that they really offended them. The prayer went like this. Almighty God, we acknowledge our dependence upon thee, and we beg thy blessings upon us, our parents, our teachers, and our country. Amen. And that was the prayer. And so they... Through prayer out and the church said by. I read this, four years later, 1966, how many of you were here in 1966 in the, on the earth? Been a few years back. Billy Graham, right after that, four years after that, said, America is facing a moral crisis that will ultimately determine the future of this nation. He went on to say, the security of this nation is not being threatened abroad so much as it is being threatened by immorality at home. 1966. We are in the midst of a moral struggle that is just as important for the survival of America as the revolution led by George Washington and the other patriots. And you know, that was in 1966 by our friend Billy Graham. You know, there's a war going on. You know that. Many aren't um, showing up for the battle. There's spiritual conflicts every day. How many of you know that? I mean, you don't have a choice. You know, that's why we have to put on the weapons, you know, and, Stand complete in Him. But there's war over our nation. There's a war over our state right now. And if the church doesn't stand in this hour, we've got to rise up. We cannot be silent. Stuff is happening. There's a war against the soul of North Carolina. And and it is to rob us of our destiny. It's not going to happen because we're going to stand. Our children need to know, you know, that there is a standard. And it's not set by some court or some politician or whoever, nor the NCAA. And I'll get to that in, in just a moment. But but I, I remember someone, who was it they said that God will hold the church accountable, not just for what He did say, because we know we're judged by every outer word, but what we don't say when we have the opportunity to say it. So I'm going to say it. Now, this is Pro- uh, Romans chapter 2. Let me read a few scriptures. It says, Or do you despise the riches of His goodness, forbearance? And forbearance is endurance. It's the act of refraining. God is refraining right now. Right now. It says, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. That's the ultimate goal of God, right? He's a good God. Say, He's a good God. And His goal is repentance. But in accordance, you can say that too. But we need it to happen. And it's going to happen, but in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation. I was thinking about that. Revelation, that's the uncovering, the unfolding. Part of the un- revelation of this time is the revelation of the judgments of God, the righteous judgments of God. That's what it says. Speaking of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds, eternal life to those who by patient Continuance in doing good Seek for glory, honor, and immortality But to those who are self-seeking And do not obey the truth But obey in righteousness Indignation and wrath Tribulation and anguish On every soul of man who does evil Of the Jew first and also the Greek And then he flips it around And also those that do righteousness To the Jew first and also to the Greek Now remember Jesus said in Matthew 12 He that is who is not with me Is what? You're against me. Have you seen it looks like today the middle ground is definitely dissolving. You know, that gray area. And I'm telling you, this is a more serious time than what you know it. And the decisions you make that affect America's universities, God's gonna hold you accountable. Because these these are end of the age, life changing, ultimate decisions that are being made. This we're in the valley of decision. And um, it is true. You cannot serve two masters. Jesus said you will love one, cling to one, despise the other. But he said you cannot serve God and mammon money. So there's a big test for North Carolina right now. And there's a lot of North Carolina Christians that are beginning to wane. They're losing their their strength in this battle against uh, the bathroom issue. Now, let me just tell you something. I heard someone say this. It's so true. Every day we are either becoming more and more part of the Lord Jesus Christ or we are becoming more and more part of the spirit of the Antichrist. It's just one or the other. And we can see it happening. You know, when I heard that the NCAA pulled, what is it now, up to 12 or more championships out of the state of North Carolina until that law is revoked. In fact, that was the, uh, in the newspaper. It basically was a threat. We will pull our championships out of your state unless you bow the knee to bail. That's what I read in that statement. And, you know, when, one, one article said, no pay, no, no play, no pay. We're going to withhold funds. And, you know, it's just a... Let me show you something. Proverbs How many of you are reading in Proverbs? You should read Proverbs all the time. Man, it's just an incredible book, so much wisdom. But listen to what else it says. And I want to speak to the ACC and the NCAA because not only did the NCAA pull out their championships, but the presidents and those in charge of the Atlantic Coast Conference, they followed suit, and they also canceled. What did they cancel? This football, the, oh, the ACC championship. I'm telling you, God's going to hold you accountable. Listen listen to this. I know you think it's just about football. It's about eternal life. It's about the destiny of children. It's about the truth and the error. And I'm telling you, it's about the spirit of Antichrist and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'm trying to do this in real love. Am I doing it? Am I passing Because when I first heard about it I got angry and had to repent Because my son was an NCAA athlete How many of you were athletes in the NCAA at some point in your life? Anyway, listen to this Proverbs 17 Nobody's telling what God says about stuff You know, they think, "What what does this politician think about it? What do you think about it? What does God think about it? Okay, here you go Whoever rewards evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. Verse 23, a wicked man accepts a bribe behind the back or in the boardrooms to pervert the ways of justice. Verse 26, also to punish the righteous is not good, nor to strike princes for their uprightness. You know, there's an attempt right now to strike our governor and our What is it, Dan Forrest? He is our, what is he, our lieutenant governor. And so there's an attempt to strike those that are standing for righteousness in North Carolina. It is not a discriminatory bill. It's about protecting children. It's about protecting little girls. How many of you want men going in the bathrooms with your little girls? Well, obviously, the leaders of the NCAA are all for that. Now, listen to this one. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the just, both of them alike, are an abomination to the Lord. Somebody needs to say that. And I don't know if they're going to hear that or not. But I'm telling you, you're an abomination. And God's going to hold you accountable. And you know, I was thinking, now, you know, this is just the book of Revelation coming alive. We've already talked about this. Remember, you know, when... There was this one of the messages to the church of Thyatira, one of them. You know, they had to participate, the businesses had to participate in the worship of their false demons and their sexual immorality or they would lose their business. They would lose their financial reward. And so it, it costs you a whole lot to stand for truth in that hour. I'm telling you it will cost you a whole lot in this hour. It will cost North Carolina a whole lot to remain firm in standing for truth. But I tell you, what does it profit if you gain the whole world and you lose your own soul? I would rather lose all that the world has to offer and gain my soul. But I was thinking about that. It's uh, just a picture of the last days, the Antichrist spirit. And yes, you guys that are agreeing with this, You are joining hands with the spirit of the Antichrist. That's the only way to put it. You say, well, that's your opinion. No, it's God's opinion. And if you don't agree with that, you are an abomination because that's what Proverbs says. I wanted to be able to tell them, you know, in person because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the giants, and you're not going to be afraid either. North Carolina must stand in this hour. We cannot bow the knee to Baal. We will not. You know, and also, you know what this is. It's a great warm-up for the mark of the beast. Because the mark of the beast is a financial mark. You won't be able to buy or sell unless you take that mark. So right now, the state of North Carolina and businesses are wonder they're, they're debating. Should we open the doors to this transgender bill? And we know it's an obvious perversion in the sight of God and lose our reward, or should we stand for truth? Well, I'm going to pray. Then we got to pray. We got to pray. I was thinking also, you know, God, you have been protecting these NCAA events 100,000, 90,000 people in these football stadiums. God, if the NCAA turns against you in such a blatant way, God, what if you removed your covering? What if you removed your protection? That could happen. And so, now I, I was going to go there, but I'm just going to remind you, you know what Revelation chapter 18 says? When the spirit of Babylon, he says, you better come out, my people, from among them, lest you share in their sins and receive of their plagues. And so I just challenge you guys all over America. I'm not telling you don't go. You better hear the Lord. And if you go, you better pray. Oh, God, bless this event. God, cause every demonic plot to be discovered and exposed I'm just telling you, it's a different time. People are making eternal decisions right now that are going to affect multitudes of people. So what if we go broke? Our God is our provider. And we, we, we're going to pray. I want to get you, I, I'm going to get through this. I got two messages this morning. This is just the first one. I'm going to get to a better one. I just thought, I, you know, I, the Lord spoke to me this morning. I'm looking in my mirror. I'm trying to say, help me, God, help me, please, help me, change the looks or something, you know. You you ever been there, you know what I mean, and you're looking in the mirror. God. And and this thought came to me, you know, somebody's got to speak the truth. Somebody, don't wait for somebody else, and don't wait for some other time or some other day. There may not be another day. There may not be another time. So I just looked in the mirror and said, okay, you speak it. What you got to lose? Your life? So what? Let me tell you, I'm going to live for eternity, and you are too. We got to get ready. Well, I, I got I to play something for you. But anyway, this lady gave me a vision. We, we have a little group of pastors that meet together. And uh, every other week, you know, from around, we've been praying together. We have these uh, staffs that one of the pastors brought, we, we pound the floor. If you're ever in our office when we're meeting, the office downstairs, you'll think there's a volcano because the word was that we were to keep pounding around that volcano and it would erupt. I mean, a, a revival, a great awakening. So we, we, we pray and we pound, it probably sounds totally foolish. It's the most ridiculous pastors meeting you would have ever been to, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're pounding on the floor. What are you guys, crazy? Yeah. Yeah, man, we we want to be peculiar. Being normal is not going to pass. You're not going to accomplish God's will being normal. I told the Lord years ago, God, don't let me be a normal preacher. And he heard my prayer. But anyway, <laughs> one of the pastor's wives had this vision. And we're talking and praying about this. She said, on 825, I was awakened and I... She had an open vision. I came into a very green pasture. It was beautiful. Then suddenly there was a shaking, a violent shaking, and I was startled but not afraid. The land started splitting apart, and I was standing by an angel and in the green pasture with other people and angels, and we were, all, we were wearing white robes. He said, I saw the split growing wider, and there were people who were standing with one foot on one side and one foot on the other. And then there were those who were totally on the other side. But those there were those on the edge falling into the pit, into this abyss, and all those who were trying to straddle were falling. People trying to jump over fell in on, on the side. I was standing on, we and the angels, we, we all were way back and we were safe. We were standing in the light. We were not in danger. Then I saw demons start attacking the people on the other side of the widening gap. And they seemed to be trying to get them to fall into the deep abyss and they were tormenting them. Some of the people on the other side started crying out to Jesus. And as soon as they yelled out to Jesus, angels from my side flew over the pit and would rescue them and bring them over to my side. No demons could cross the gap that was wide open. They could not attack us, only the people on the other side of the huge widening gap. I, I know what that means. You know what it means, too. You, you can't straddle the fence. You're going to fall in the abyss. But it's time to cry out to Jesus. We, gotta have, we cannot wait any longer. We've got to have a great awakening. Now, I want to... Uh, don't leave, okay? i got another message. It's the real thing I've come with. But Shirley was fooling around on the Internet, and she found this amazing video from 2009... And she said, David, I want you to hear this. And it was called, Oh, America. I'm going to read the words to you, and then we're going to see it. And I thought, that's a prophetic. 2009, what happened in 2009? And then I realized, oh, I know what happened in 2009. And then uh, so, but I'm telling you, it's a word for now. And then I want you to join me, and we're going to pray around the altar, whoever wants to. We're going to pray for our governor, for our lieutenant governor. We're going to pray for our state businesses that they'll stand firm. They'll not bow the knee to bail." They'll not back off the truth and allow men to go in the bathrooms with our little girls. It is the most absurd, unbelievable. The wicked are growing insane. And we need God to rise up and rescue the wicked. So we're going to pray, God, rescue them. Create conviction. Shake America. And uh, But we want to pray for protection. There are many believers working in the offices of the NCAA. Got to be. There are believers in the... Stand, God give them boldness to stand for truth Even if they don't have any voice At least let them represent you Even if they lose their job This is the hour of decision We may not even have jobs in a few years I don't even know what's happening I'm just telling you this is an hour of decision Unlike any other in American history So anyway I want to read this we want to see this, this video And the reason I'm reading the words Is because they were hard to understand We came up and tested it out and I said, well, I need to read the words, and then we'll play it, and then we'll pray, okay? Oh, America, I can hear you calling me. You are calling me to be true to thee. True to thee I will be. Oh, America, you're weeping. Let me heal your wounded heart. I will keep you in my keeping till there be a new start. And I will answer you, and I will take your hand and lead you to the sun. And I will stand by you. And be all that I do, all that I can do, and we will be as one. Oh, America, I hear you from your pra- prairies to the sea, from your mountains, grand, and all through this land, you are beautiful to me. And, oh, America, you are calling, and I will answer you and lead you to the sun. Oh, America, you are calling, and I will answer thee. And I believe it was a prophetic song. So I want you to listen to this. Let's